0: Hello, and welcome to Meta Beta Gaming. I am your host, Mattu Warbe, aka warbay one For all you Instagram followers, and for all you PC gamers, I'm coolhardy100 on Steam because I just gave up on console gaming altogether. I'm not saying I gave up on console gaming altogether. I gave up on modern console gaming altogether because I still use my classic consoles like my Wii, my Wii U, PS3, Xbox 360. I still use those, obviously, but... For all of my modern gaming, I'm practically PC bound for life. But yeah, we are about seven hours away from the time of this recording to the new year. So happy new year's everybody that is listening to this tomorrow or later on today. Happy new year's guys. I hope you guys have a happy and safe new year's. Please be safe out there. But with seven hours left of 2023. I guess nothing really new is going to come out, obviously. But yeah, PC gaming has really struggled in PC land, man. These PC ports have been nothing but trash, honestly. There's been more hate on PC ports since like, I think 2022 was at an all-time high. But 2023 was just as bad. It honestly was just as bad. But I played a lot of great games in 2023. I honestly did. I reviewed some of them as well as... I've been branching out with gaming on, you know, TV reviews and stuff like that. Anything related to my interests, I'm pretty much doing it. I'm probably going to be doing anime reviews too. I might do that as well. Who knows? Yeah, for 2024, I want to branch out. I want to do more animated video game adaptations. There you go. I want to review because there's been a lot of good video game anime adaptations. So I'm probably going to do those. But yeah. I played a lot of good PC games in 2023. So what are they? Well, let's see. Baldur's Gate 3. I played Baldur's Gate 3. Oh my God. Baldur's Gate 3 was such a breath of fresh air, especially with all the bad ports that's been going on. Baldur's Gate 3 has been a breath of fresh air. It released playable. Like I did not have much issues with it other than some minor performance issues later on on in the later chapters which actually got patched they they uh improved their cpu utilization in the later patches but it was such a great year and the fact that it won game of the year is no surprising this is this game they put so much love into this game it's not even funny like this is what a game should be this should be the blueprint for rpgs i know a lot of developers and publishers are saying Baldur's Gate 3 is an anomaly that it shouldn't be the standard, but bullcrap. Baldur's Gate 3 should absolutely be the standard. The amount of love and work and attention the studio did should be praised and it should be the global standard. I don't care. This half-ass cash grab needs to stop. It really does need to stop. Another game I played that was great. It brings me back to my childhood. Honestly, one of my first consoles that I remember was the NES, but it was the Super Nintendo, the Super NES that really got my blood flowing. And it was because of Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Street Fighter 2 Turbo was probably one of my go to games for the Super Nintendo. It was one of my go to games where me and my friends would play, obviously, Ryu was my main guy, Ryu, who spammed the Hadoken Like, I know everybody was spamming it like crazy. And Street Fighter V sucked. It just sucked. But Street Fighter VI, oh my god, the Capcom really, really redeemed themselves. I don't know how badly Street Fighter V flopped, because it was a huge disaster. But Capcom really took it to heart, and they really made Street Fighter VI... Such a glorious game. Street Fighter 6 is what Street Fighter 5 should have been. Okay? Street Fighter 6 is what Street Fighter 5 should be. So the fact that we got it later is better than never. It's a great game. The mechanics are great. Graphics are great. The challenging is great. The online was great, finally. Had a good, decent online. And also, it was beginner-friendly. They actually had beginner-friendly modes. So that way, if you're rusty or haven't played Street Fighter in, in a while, you can start off slow and build it up because, oh, my God, there are people who are just pros at Street Fighter. I mean, I like I got my hand handed to me so many times. Like, I was on an ego trip, and then, like, I got humbled with, with Street Fighter V because I thought I was good with, actually, Ryu. But, oh, my God, did I get humbled online? It really was that bad. Like, it was really that bad how badly I lost at some of these games. But that's what it is. It's all just good competition, good healthy competition. None of that toxicity or nothing like that. But yeah, another Capcom game that I played that was great this year was uh, Resident Evil 4, the Resident Evil 4 remake. I could play this thing on a potato how good optimized this game was. I was like, God, this game is good. And they did a lot of quality of life changes. They did a lot of correcting. I was like, wow. It like after Resident Evil 3, because I don't think that the Resident Evil 3 remake was such a great game. It was an okay game, but it felt inferior to Resident Evil 2 because I think Resident Evil 2 was a fantastic remake. And Resident Evil 4 was just better. Oh, my God, it was such a great remake. I mean Leon, especially when the original Resident Evil Force PC port was so bad at actually launch, this this thing was almost perfect. It was almost a perfect launch port. Like it was crazy. It was honestly crazy. There's not much to it because the game was so great. And another game from my childhood that I played was Quake Two. Quake Two. Oh my god. Who doesn't remember Quake Two? Like I remember me and my friends sneaking into like the library back in middle school back in elementary school and uh, secretly installing Quake 2 to the computers and playing online with like their dial up connection oh my god such great memories obviously Quake 3 Champions was more popular like it was really Quake 2 like I don't remember like was the rocket launcher only in Quake 3 I don't remember the, the rocket launcher being in Quake 2 like I remember the the big mini guns. Oh my god, the big mini guns. But I don't remember the um, rocket launcher that everybody was on spamming. So yeah, have to drink water. Oh my god, it's a podcast and I'm dying. I'm drinking water. But yeah, Quake Two. I mean, this was another. I think it was. I'm going back to like my nostalgia days. I think it is. I think it's nostalgia, really. But Quake Two is just an awesome game. And their enhanced edition, dude. If you haven't played it, play it. This is just phenomenal. And, of course, a more recent game that I played. Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake 2. Oh, like, it's such a glorious game. I think Alan Wake 2 is, like, the first true next, like, I guess, current gen. I was going to say next gen, but I guess current gen. And it's, oh, my God. It's such a classic storytelling game. Like, this should be a blueprint of how storytelling games should be. Because this game was awesome. Like, it really was. Like, it makes this turn into survival horror territory. Not as hard as Resident Evil, obviously, but hard enough that it was such a good sequel. Like, it constantly put you unease. Like, you always had that unnerving feeling while playing this game. Like, you were always tense. It was always tense situations because you wanted to know how the game was going to end, but also... Dude, they had some pretty good scenes that really got your hairs up. Like, this game was really creepy at times. And it was such a great game. Now, this is an older game. But it's gotten so many patches and so many updates. It's finally playable. It's finally such a great game. Cyberpunk 2077. I finally got back into Cyberpunk 2077 because of all the updates and, of course, the new Phantom Liberty DLC. And also, I'm just a fan of Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? I love Keanu Reeves. Like, I love Keanu Reeves. Like, he's the only male actor that I will probably fall for. (laughs) You know, I'm just saying it's Keanu Reeves. Who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? The man is a saint. He has a heart of gold. But, yeah, Cyberpunk 2077. I bought this game at launch, and I haven't really played it since launch because of how bad it was. Once the mods started rolling in, I started playing it a little bit more because a lot of the mods fix a lot of issues, especially the rebalance mod, which has now been shut down because it's pretty much not needed anymore because of all of these updates. But yeah, like Cyberpunk 27 has gotten so good right now. And I honestly played it again because of the Netflix anime series, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. That's really what got me back into it. But yeah, Fan- Phantom Liberty is a fantastic game as well. Is a great DLC. Sadly, Cyberpunk 27 is still not as great as it could have been. It's not as great as what they showed like at um, E3 when it was first advertised. But yeah, like from what it was at launch to what it is now, game is massively better. There's still some improvements, you know, little iffies here and there. I think the remaining mods that are still up will probably fix it like the driving car mod that fixes how cars are handled. But other than that, yeah, the game is finally playable. It's finally playable. The next one, Sea of Stars. Once again, the Super Nintendo, one of my childhood dreams. Sea of Stars is a great callback to, you know, the Super Nintendo's RPGs, because the Super Nintendo's had some great RPGs. Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy four. Final Fantasy VI, which was repackaged in the US as Final Fantasy 3 for some odd reason, but it was orig- but it's originally Final Fantasy VI. Like some of the best RPGs of my childhood came from the Super Nintendo. So, Sea of Stars was like a huge nostalgic trip. It almost made me cry, honestly, of how faithful this was to that Super Nintendo era. Like they got the retro part perfectly the 16-bit fantasy they got that perfectly it's just been supercharged with modern technology but it still had that classic feel it's such a beautiful game if you haven't played it and you're a fan of classic rpgs from the 16-bit era you guys should really play sea of stars it's such an awesome game uh what other games armored core 6 i did play a little bit of that in uh, 2023, and I played it enough that yeah, it should be in there as one of the best 2023 games. It wasn't broken at launch, that's for sure. It honestly wasn't broken, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Like a lot of these games made my list just because they weren't broken, which is kind of funny because the only like that's how bad PC ports were in 2023. That to make my list of great PC games, you you just had to work because a lot of games just did not work but i hate souls like games i really hate it because a lot of them are just bad ports they're bad ports they're buggy they're broken graphically they're broken gameplay like that's probably one of the reasons why i don't like souls games on pc because they're just bad ports and then it's like from software is like oh no the game is just challenging it's not challenging it's broken there's a difference between challenging and broken To the point that that's why it's challenging. Like, Elden Ring. Elden Ring wasn't challenging. It was the mechanics were actually broken. There was constant stuttering everywhere. There was input latency that was beyond bad. Like, beyond bad. When you got, like, 100 millisecond latency, that is just bad. Like, it's not that the game is challenging. It's that the game is bad. It's just brokenly bad. That's why, like, Armor Core 6, I was so happy when the game... It looked it great. It sucked that a lot of the graphical features were only on the menus and actually cutscenes. Like, uh, ray tracing was only implemented in the garage. Like, really? Only in the garage? Like, even if you turn on ray tracing, it only works in the garage. Which, I mean, it made the garage scenes beautiful because of the ray tracing. I think they have ray tracing lighting, or actually, have ray trace reflections. I don't remember. Because I really haven't played this game that much since since actually launched, but since it was one of a few games that weren't broken, it made it on my list because it just works. But it's such a great game too. I just sucks that a lot of the graphical features were only on cutscenes and and actually the on garage. Another game that made my list: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Awesome game. Oh, my God. I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I was going to say TMNT, which is the abbreviation. But, yeah. The Turtles, man. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Such another great franchise from my childhood. Like, who remembers the original 90s movie? Oh, my God. That was such an awesome movie. I still watch it to this day. Such a great film. I wish the sequels were just as good as the original. But, hey. This game. Is a perfect callback to the classic arcades like do you know how much money i spent as a kid playing teenage mutant ninja turtles the arcade game in the arcades like oh my god like we were broke back then but i still made sure i still had my quarters so when i go into the arcade i could at least play one game of turtles and uh, boy did i make those quarters last because my money was limited back then it's still limited now so Ooh, boy, did we get good at those games quick because our money was not unlimited, man. Those quarters were expensive. But yeah, Shredder's Revenge, man. This was the perfect evolution, man. It made what the original arcades were. It took what made them great, made it better, and just with the modern touches, but still had the classic feel. They used, like, the nearest neighbor filtering, To make those sharp textures. It's just great. Like they took everything great. They fixed everything that was not great. And it's just a great game. They really did. Another game. From the JRPG genre. Which is my favorite genre by the way. The Legend of Heroes. Trail of Azori. And just about every Legend of Heroes game. They were all good. They were all good. I loved them all. Man I loved them all but. The Legend of Heroes, the Trails games, any one of them makes this list. Trails of Cold Steel, I have them all for God's sake, and they're all great. They're all great. So, all of the Legend of Heroes games made my list in 2023 because they're all such great games. Especially these ports, which I believe originally came out on the PSP for uh, Japan, and they were all the assets were completely redone. Everything was modernized. And the thing is, like, these games, they did not redefine the uh, JRPG genre. They didn't, like, do anything crazy with graphics. Here's the thing what makes them great. Everything that they did was great. That's what made it a great game. Everything was so well polished, so well done. They didn't have to remake anything. They didn't have to redefine anything. Everything that they did was so precisely delivered with a very special care to details and storytelling. And that's why these games are timeless and great. They didn't redefine anything. But everything that they did was cranked up to 11 greatness. Like, that's what you need. You just need a good, great game. Like, you don't need the fanciest graphics. You don't need ray tracing and stuff like that you just need a good game a great game like the mechanics nothing new here but it was flawless everything was flawless perfection what are the games a lot of games like that's how broken play um play playstation pc was for 2023 that is so hard uh ratchet and clank rift apart i reviewed this i launched i played this at launch A PlayStation 5 exclusive, believe it or not, that was released. And yes, it did have issues on AMD GPUs. And sadly, I was on an AMD GPU. I'm still on an AMD GPU. And yes, I did have issues, but they were quickly patched. Ray tracing support came on later because there was an issue with uh, our DNA 2 and 3 GPUs. There was issues. But the game was still fun. Like it wasn't challenging. It wasn't like crazy. It was fun. It was a fun game. It was beautifully rendered. The graphics were good. Characters were well written. The story was wasn't well written. There was some great Hollywood blockbuster moments. Just everything was good. Once it got patched with like the first two patches the game was great it, w- it was good and even at launch there wasn't really that much issues which also was good <laughs> because the game like this is what i'm talking about like developers really need to make better games like my wish list for 2024 make better games don't make broken games Anymore, I need better games, guys. I need better games, please. Publishers, please stop giving us bad games. We need better games, please. (laughs) But thank you so much, guys. I'm not gonna keep on rubbing the the dead horse, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. Once again, I am your host, Matthew Warbay, aka M. Warbay001. For all the Instagram followers. And for all you PC gamers, I'm Cool Hardy 100 on Steam because I'm a PC gamer now. Have a ha- happy New Year's!